With Hashem's assistance, we are learning Gittin, Daf Tesvav, page 15. We begin nine lines in. The last word on the line, I will ask you a question. Rabbi Shimon HaNasi, this Rabbi Shimon HaNasi that we mentioned, Nasihu, is he a Nasi? Is he some kind of prince? Oh, Mishmei the Nasi Kamar. He's speaking in the name of the Nasi. Tashma, we bring a proof. The Amar of Yosef, Halacha Kirb Shimon Hanasi. Rabbi Yosef says, the Halacha is like Rabbi Shimon Hanasi. That would seem to imply that he himself is a Nasi. The Gemara says, wait, you could still ask the question, Nasihu, does it mean that he is some kind of prince? Or he's saying it in the name of a Nasi. Teku, we have no answer. Gufa, we learned previously, Amar Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef says, Halacha Kerb Shimon HaNasi, the Halacha is like Rav Shimon HaNasi, Valkaimalan Derish Chimerakik Suvechem Surindami, why are you telling me the Halacha is like Rav Shimon HaNasi? We said that they gave it back to the Yorshim, to the children of the person who sent it. So, it's not true, we know that the words of a Shechimeira, we said that the whole Brisa, the whole Mishnah is talking about a Shechimeira, a person who's about, is on his deathbed. And we know that when, when a Shechimeira says something, so it's like he's, it's, it's as if it's written and given over. Rav Yosef Mukila Babari. So Rav Yosef will say that the actual, the Brisa is talking about a person who's healthy. What do you mean? We're talking, it says you give it back to the, to the children of the one, of the one who sent it. That means that the guy died. And we have a concept that even when we're talking about a bari, a healthy person, if he dies, so we have to fulfill his request, even even though he was healthy before. The more answer is, Change the b'risa, instead of reading it, it goes back to the children of the one who sent it, but rather it goes back to the one who sent it. We will come back to you. We need to we need to go over the Gemars we've learned. We need to go over Maseches Gitin, the first chapter. Now we begin the second chapter. Hamevi get Medina Sayyam. Somebody who brings a get, a divorce document from outside of Israel. He said it was written in front of me. Of but it was not signed in front of me. It was signed in front of me of but it was not written in front of me. That the entire thing was written in front of me. Only half of it was signed in front of me, meaning one of the aid and one of the signatures were signed in front of me. Or half of it was written in front of me. And by the way, the half we're talking about here is not the significant half, because you only need really the first line. So we're saying that the second half was written in front of me, not the first half, but it was completely signed in front of me. So all of these cases, puzzle. It's no good. One person says, meaning two people brought it, perhaps. Two people came. Let's let's leave it at that. Two people came in. One said, it was written in front of me. The other one says, it was signed in front of me. Puzzle. It's no good. You need one person to say both things. Two people say, it was written in front of us. And one person says, it was signed in front of me. Puzzle. It's no good. The person who's saying it has to say, if it's one person, he has to say the entire thing. Rabbi Huda Mahsher, in this case, Rabbi Huda says, in fact, it's okay. Because the whole reason that we say that a person has to say, Bifani Nechtav, that was written and signed in front of me, the only reason you have to add on the, the fact that it's being written is because we might make a mistake and think that you can say the, about about uh, the signatures, you can confirm the signatures with one person. That's why we might make a mistake, which is only a cool, it's only a special leniency that we have by a get, by a divorce document. So therefore, we say you have to say, Bifani Nechtav. So since, Holzer Behuda, since Bifani Nechtav, it was written in front of us was said by two people that's enough for us to take away the problem and no one will think that this is a normal case of confirming the witnesses and therefore even one person is believed and that's in this case and even in the previous case where one person said and another person said it's, it's okay as well 
Echad Amr B'Fanei Nechtav. This is the following case everyone agrees to. If you have one person saying B'Fanei Nechtav, Ushnayim Amr B'Fanei Nechtav, and two people saying that it was signed in front of them, Kasher, it's, it's okay, it's fine. Because the Gemara is going to explain that when you have two people that are saying it, they don't even need to say it at all. When two people come, since we can always rely on them, even later we can come back to them and ask them what's going on with these witnesses, with these signatures. So therefore, they don't even have to say it at all. So if they do say it, it doesn't ruin it, it's kosher, it's fine. The Gemara continues, Hatu Lamali. What do we need all of these cases? Hatan Lechad Zimna, we already said it. When you bring a get, you bring a divorce document from outside of Israel, you have to say, it was written and signed in front of me. So of course, if you only said one of them, if you only said half of it, it doesn't work, of course. So we can figure that out already from the first mission in the Gemara, in the, in the entire Masechta. So Gemara answers, If we would have just had that, We would have just said that it's important to say it, But if you didn't say it, it's okay, it's kosher. Why? Because you can come along and you can verify the witnesses later if there's any kind of problem. Kamash that no, you're not allowed to give over the get until the guy says, This is a requirement, and the get is not good until you have done such a thing. Puzzle. If let's say a person says that it was half written in front of me and it was completely signed in front of me, it's no good. Hey, which half are we talking about? If we're talking about the first half, that Rabbi Lazar says that even if you only wrote one line in the right, with the right intention, you don't need anything more. So if he's testifying about the first line, so then, then that's enough. Ravashi says, what are we talking about when we say this at one half? We're talking about the second half that it was written in front of him. That's not good enough. He needs to know that the first half was written in front of him. So he said if it was completely written in front of him and it was only signed half of it in front of him, so it's possible, it's no good. Even if you have two people testifying about the second guy's signature, meaning the guy that the, you have one guy comes along, and he comes, he brings the get, and he says, it was written in front of me, and I only saw one of them sign it. And now, what about the second guy? So you have two witnesses testifying about the second guy, it's no good, possible. Rav Chizda holds that it's no good. My time, what's the reason? Because you have to do it completely in one way. Either it's completely done with two witnesses, both witnesses that are signed on the get are confirmed by two witnesses in the normal way. Here, Kim HaGet means the normal way of verifying witnesses upon some kind of star on a document. Or it's completely done by one person, like the Dakana, like the rabbis decreed in regards to a divorce document. Maskif la Rava. Rava says, wait, hold on a second. Do we find something that if one person had said it, if he would have completely said that the last witness, the second witness, if he would have said that he's confirming that witness, the one person, it would, it would have been kosher. But now that we have two, it's going to make, make it worse? That doesn't make sense, says Rava. So Rava says, no, as follows. Afilu. We turn the page to Tesavim and Beis, page fifteen B. Afilu hu ve'acher ma'idan al chasimus yadcheni pasul. What's the case? What's the case where we're going to say that it's that it's problematic? Where you had the first guy, the one who came and said b'fani nechta b'fani nechta mechetzioi that only half of it was signed in front of me. He was saying it by himself in regards to the first witness. But then someone else came along and said in regards to the second witness, I also confirm that that second witness is okay. So that's not going to be good because if you have one person, he has to do the whole thing. My time. What's the reason? Asa lechlufi bekim shtaris ta'ama. 
We're afraid that you're going to make some kind of mistake in a case of, of a normal case where you're verifying the witness is not in regards to a divorce document. We're afraid that you're going to give three quarters of the value of the star, so to speak, three quarters of the value of the document is going to be confirmed by one person. For example, the cases like this, where one guy comes along and says that you see that 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 signature that's on the document, that's my signature, and in regards to the second signature, I confirm that that signature second signature is indeed okay, and then another witness comes along and says I also confirm that the second that second signature is okay, so. Maybe you would think that that should be okay. It's not okay because what happens is basically three quarters of the of the signature is being confirmed by one person. So therefore, we say it's a it's a dindarabon and it's a rabbinic decree that we say that this is a problem. We don't want to make we don't want people to think that this guy is just saying it and he's just saying it because he wants his signature to be confirmed and he wants people to think that he's okay. It's not good enough. We're afraid we're afraid that what people will say and therefore we say it's no good. So in our case as well where he's confirming his own signature. And if he would have confirmed you know, the second signature on his own, it would have been fine. However, since it's coming along a second person and confirming it, so therefore it's going to be problematic because of that case. We're afraid that you're going to ruin the other case as well. So the Gemara says, wait. Ravashi asks the following question. Is there something that if he would finish it off himself, if he would have said that, that it would be kosher, now someone else is coming along with him, it's going to ruin it? It doesn't make sense. Ravashi says, what is the case? Even if he says, he's confirming the first witness, and he's saying, I am also the second witness, meaning he's saying about himself, he's confirming his own signature, that's problematic. My time, what's the problem? Because what happens is, when he's confirming his own signature, so that's something that actually works in regards to all documents. So that would be a problem, because people are going to think, oh, half of it is being done in the normal way of a regular document, but half of it is being done in a, in a special way, which is the Takanas Chachamim, the Rabbi's decree, in regards to a divorce document. So people are going to get confused. We don't want that to happen. Therefore we say, this is not a good case. Either you do it completely or you do it completely with the normal way of verifying the witnesses or you don't do it at all. Tanan. We learned in the Mishnah. In a case where he said that it was written completely in front of me and it was signed only half in front of me, only one of the witnesses. So possibly we said in the Mishnah that it's no good. What's with the other half? How is the other half coming along? If there's nobody being a witness about it at all, no one's confirming that witness at all, so if we know already in the case afterwards the Mishnah says that if one person says it was written in front of me and one person says it was signed in front of me that this one is, is saying bearing witness about the entire entire writing and this one is bearing witness upon the entire both both witnesses that are signed on it, possible nevertheless it's no good. So So if we only have one person, if you have one person who's talking about only half of the witnesses, of course, if it's no good when you have one person doing both witnesses, certainly where, where you have him only confirming one witness, of course. So Ella, so, so it can't be the case where nobody's saying anything about the second witness. Ashi. So you can say that the case is either like Rava, who said that you have him confirming his own signature, that's the second half, Right, so it's a different type of con- confirmation. Or like Ravashi said, that you have someone coming along with him on the second half, and that's and that shows that their that their case is indeed correct. That such a case would not be good. Then it's coming to exclude Ravchiz's case, where he said that you have two witnesses coming along to confirm the second witness, and in that case, indeed, it will be fine. Not like Ravchizda. 
So the Gemara says, Amar lecha Rav Chizda. Rav Chizda will respond to you that that's not, that's not true per se. According to your own reasoning, What do we need? The case at the beginning of the Mishnah where he said, it was signed in front of me but it was not sealed in front of me. Because we already, we already have it in the second part of the Mishnah, right? We already know from the second part of the Mishnah if one person says it was written in front of me and the other person says it was signed in front of me, that that's not good. So certainly if the guy is only saying that it was written in front of me, so certainly that's not good. So you can't make the Yukim this way. So it's clear that you can't do this. So, so it's clear that we're saying in the Mishnah one case and then we're saying a bigger Chiddush afterwards. But you can't learn now from the, from the later case something to the first case, to the previous cases. There's nothing to make a Diuk from. There's nothing to, to deduce anything from. Rather, Rav Chizda is saying that indeed my case would be true if two people came along and they wanted to verify the second witness. So that case, it's no good according to Rav Chizda. Amar of Chizda, Rav Chizda says a new thing. Gidud chamisha umechitza chamisha. So here too we have a case which is half and half. That's why we're bringing it over here. It's nothing to do with it otherwise. But we're talking about a case in the halachas of Shamis. That if let's say you have a wall, you want to create some kind of wall mechitza, which is going to be the end of a property. So normally you need ten tefachim. You need you need ten handbreadths in order for it to be considered a wall. So you can either have you can either have it that it's coming up ten handbreadths on the edge edge of your property, let's say, or you can have that it's going down like it's some kind of cliff. As long as it's going down ten tefachim, it's considered a wall in regards to be, being considered. Uh, an area unto itself. So he says, let's say you have Gidud uh, Chamisha, you have some kind of cliff which is five Tvachim high, and you have a wall above that which is five Tvachim high, Ein Mitzdarfin. So you can't combine the two. They're two different things, you can't combine them. So he holds, until you have a completely a wall of Ten Tvachim, or completely some kind of cliff of Ten Tvachim, you can't combine it to, to create some kind of boundary. Darsh Miremar, Miremar, Darsh in this files, Gidud Chamisha, Mechitza, Hey, if you have five from a cliff and five from a wall, mitzdarfin, they do indeed combine. The hilchasam mitzdarfin, and the halacha is that they do indeed combine, like meremer. Boy ilfa. Ilfa asked the following question. Can we, if we're going to do netilas yudayim, we're washing our hands, can you do it halfway and halfway, or not? Hey, chidami, what's the case? It just seems to be a similar type of idea of halfway, halfway. What's the case? So normally you need a quarter, a revius of a lug, I think, a quarter of a lug to pour that amount on your hands, and that's the amount that will will usually do it for one hand. So if you want to say that you're do you're poured a quarter of a lug on both hands, so now each one only got half the water. So maybe that's a problem. We have a mission that says explicitly that if you use a quarter of a lug, that's enough even for two hands, even though it's normally how much you should use for one. But if you pour it, if you pour that amount of water on both hands, it's okay. So what are you doing? You're doing one hand at a time. We learned in the Mishnah. If you wash your hands, one of your hands you did with with pouring it on with a cup. On the other hand, you stuck it into a river, let's say. You have Tahoro, so your hands are, are indeed, they're, they're pure. So you've done a good job. So what's the question? So the case is where you did each hand, you only did half of the hand, and then you did the other half of the hand. So the Gemara says, wait, we said, the, the Bey Rabbiyanai said, that you can't do that, it doesn't work, it's for sure it doesn't work. So what's the question for? The that you have some kind of water that's still, there's still a dampness upon the hand. We're going to come back to this and we're going to continue with this in the next daily daf.